What is going on, everybody? Big Red here with the man himself to my left, maybe your right, whoever it is, Fernando. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Um, uh, you know, doing better. We're on Zoom. Uh, there's usually a trend when we're on Zoom, so yeah. You guys use your uh, your best. You guys can figure out the rest. All right, make sure you comment down below what you think it is. All right, I'll tell you, he definitely does not have diarrhea. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish anything like. Mm-hmm. Let's talk sports. <laughs> all right. So, thank you all for tuning in. This is season two, episode thirty of the Red Hair Don't Care podcast. All right, today we are going to get after some New York Jet talk. We had a lot of drama with Antonio Brown go down. The boys are going up to Buffalo for the Jets versus Buffalo Bills game this coming weekend. All right, we had a uh, an upsetting loss in fantasy. We're going to touch on. And everybody's favorite, Jake motherfucking Paul, stirring the pot again. I'm excited to get into that one. As you guys all know. What else is now? Right? He's got to be doing it. But this must be Tuesday. It must be Wednesday. Whatever. Whatever the fuck day it is. Who the hell even knows anymore? So let's get right into this right now. Our beloved New York Jets. Blew it. Fucking yeah. blew it. What a, what a game though, huh? I was so excited. I'm like, I turned it on after they already scored the first touchdown. All right. So I was doing my shit show. And then obviously I had the shit after I do the shit show. It's like, you know, just what happens. And uh, the show then shit. Yeah. So fucking doing watching it. I'm like, I turn it on. It's seven nothing. I'm like, sick. Here we go. All right. What happens? They score again. I'm like, okay. Watching the game, games going on. I'm like, we're kind of gashing them a little bit. I was Pro Bowler, uh, Barrios. Yeah, that dude could play ball, man. That dude could fucking play. Since uh, since week twelve, he's ranked the second receiver in the NFL right now. No shit, behind who? Do you know? Uh, Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Cup. Ever man. heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> and in front of Devontae Adams. Ever heard of and uh, and Mr. Honey Nut Barrios over there got what honorable mention for kick returner or some shit. Yeah, he's a second team, second team, team Pro Bowler, alternate. Yeah, some bullshit. Like he actually, like he literally deserved it, and he didn't get it for some reason. Yeah, he got fucked. So he definitely got fucked on that one. There's no no way around that. Honestly, if we won a few, if we won more games, he would have got it easily. Which kind of sucks because I don't think he's going to get it like ever again. Yeah. Like this was a season for it. Unless he's like a stud, who knows? I mean, I, I've i thought he was a stud from the get. I, I always liked him. He's uh, he's he's that guy. You know, yeah. you need that guy. He's that guy. He's that guy. He's a Miami guy too. I've been watching him since he played him for the Hurricanes. Did you hear um, Belichick, what Belichick said about him? No. So he played on the Patriots and he got drafted by the Patriots. Obviously, look at him. And um, once they let him go or they cut him, Gaze picked him up. And Belichick called Gaze. He's like, hey, just let you know, you got a good one in Braxton. I mean, that might be saying something. I don't know. Just saying. It might be saying something there. I'm, uh, I mean, I think we do. I think, honestly, I think Braxton's probably one of the – I mean, it shows now, but he's definitely one of the top receivers in the NFL. And he's just on a shit team, to be honest. That's, yeah, he's he's a, he's something. You know, he's – He can do I, it. He he's can do it. His problem is he's so small. I know. Well, he's like Edelman. Yeah, no, I don't even know. Like, it's it's a weird. I don't even know. I don't know how to describe him. I love him. I love him too. I'm all about extended ASAP. I'm all about it. And 
he answers us on Instagram. So like, you know, we're boys basically. Yeah, true. Cool. You know. And he's low key just a bro. He is a bro. Did you see uh do you follow him on Twitter? Twitter, no. So Zach Wilson uh tweeted like something hunting up Barrios, like Pro Bowl, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh Braxton quote tweeted it. Hey, you dropped this with a king emoji. <laughs> a king crown emoji. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. But the Jets, Jets looked good. Jets looked good. They uh, they won the game. Let's put it that way. But they also lost. But they the also game. lost the game. So they absolutely blew it. Uh, Mr. Wilson's getting a lot of heat in the media for it. He is, and I I don't know where I stand on this. You disagree, and you know it. For what he did? No, you were like, fuck yeah. He wanted the ball, he wanted to score, and he wanted to rub it in Brady's face and be like, yeah, I'm half your age. I have the same birthday. What's up? All right, you're right. I'm all for it. I was, yeah. The more I thought about it, the more I was like, all right, maybe – you know, I mean, he didn't do the wrong thing because he had it in there. You know, if it's part of the play call, you can't fucking get mad at him. Yeah, I mean, it was the wrong. The it wrong was not play. the right read, but I like the fact that, you know, he had basically he had the balls to go in there and say, I'll get this. Put yeah, that shit on my back, dog. My back. Throw that shit on my back. I got this. I'm getting two yards on this half yard play. Yeah. Get it with Nadamakin Sue and uh Steve McClendon and uh what's the other guy's name? Uh the other D lineman. Justin Tuck. Is it Tuck? Right yeah, in the middle the there. Best line in football. Yeah, the best D line. <laughs> the best front three you'll ever see. With a backup yeah. with a backup center and Dan Feeney. <laughs> he actually so. played pretty good. I was I was surprised. PFF uh, 92.5. Feeney's the man, bro. I love Feeney. I'm all about it. That game might have got him a, got him a contract for next year. I think year. it will. Yeah. I really think it will. I think the fact that, you know, he was kind of like nothing all year, and then out of nowhere, he's just like, all right, I'm here. Let's do it. He's like the perfect 6-7 uh, man. Yeah. Cause like you're gonna get injuries regardless, and he he can fill a right guard, left guard, center. So perfect. Yeah, so keep him. Got to keep him. Plus, sign him. Plugging beers at Islanders games, like fucking, come on, bro, you're in, you're in, you made the cut. It's all right. Yeah. Everybody knows we all love it. And Feeney's in. Braxton Berrios is in. In. Zach Wilson's out. Um, I like. I'm. I'm in. I'm all in on Zach now. I'm still not, dude. Yo, I like I, I like the gutsy call. I like that. I like the two yard. You know, like let me get two yards right now. But at the same time, you're fucking six foot two, two hundred pounds soaking wet. Like you're not gonna move eighteen hundred pounds of human yet. Yet it's too late. Where we needed it, fucking three days ago. No, we're just getting better picks. But he doesn't have any like, – like, can you name any other receiver other than Braxton Burgos? Because I can't, really. No. I think Keelan Cole played. He did play, actually. He had a touchdown. So. And Braxton Burgos, we love him. Love him to death. He's not a top five wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, he is. Who playing like one? He's – Dude's a fucking stud. He's a beast. All right. He's going to be a pro bowler for the next five years. I'm calling it right now. Write it down. They stopped right kicking to him. Did you see that? Yeah, they don't kick to him. <laughs> I wouldn't kick to him either. That right there should get you in the pro bowl. Yeah. It's like uh, intentional walking someone in baseball. <laughs> what we had to do when during our season this year, we had a very good kick returner at the high school. So what we would have to do is instead of putting two, we would put two returners back. We'd have to have them start next to each other 
And then right when he was about yeah, to kick the ball, split. Yeah, good move. Works. Because they kept kicking away from him, and then he would just – the kid would just follow it, and he was sick. So good. But so the Jets need to start doing with Berrios now because nobody's going to kick to him anymore because he just keeps making people – So the Jets – the Jets, like – they're, like, turning a corner, which is something – Something new. Yeah. They, and, um, dude, they look good. Yeah. Like, they didn't really, like, they didn't, make they didn't have a good state. roster playing last uh, Sunday either. And they just kind of did it. You see uh, Eccles after the game? Yeah. <laughs> he picked off Brady and had Brady sign the ball. That's awesome. Oh, I'm all about that. Everybody thinks it makes him look like a fucking, like, they're like, oh, look at this shit. Uh, you know, like talking shit about him. I'm like, you picked off the greatest of all time. Wouldn't you want him to sign the ball? I think that initially everyone was like, oh, look at Brady, like signing autographs after the game, like without like a backstory. For the other like, <laughs> Literally signed the ball that he picked off for him. Yeah. Pretty cool on Brady's part, too, honestly. Yeah, I was surprised Brady did that. I would have told him to kick rocks. Yeah. If he lost, he would have told him to kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would have done it if he lost. But he didn't, yeah. which we didn't get to yet. No. Let's uh, let's touch on the probably most exciting part of the whole game. Was the, uh, <laughs> the internet sensation now that is Antonio Brown. The rap star. Rap star, I'm sorry. That's right. He is a newly found rap star, and he... What the fuck? Like, like, what happened? What? Right? I'm, uh, I don't even know, like, where to begin with this because I was watching the game and I saw, I saw him running off and I'm like, who the fuck is that, first of all? And then I'm like, wait a minute, that's AB. I'm like, he's got no pads on and then – like he's on the field and he's deucing everybody out. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this dude's off his rocker. It was the, the second weirdest. thing into my head right there. I was like, fuck, now the Jets are gonna lose because he's out there making a whole scene about everything. You know, they were down what ten points at that time. Yeah. You know, now they come back and they win the fucking game. But it was like the weirdest thing that's ever happened in professional sports. Yeah, and. Like, just kind of literally quit mid-game. So, apparently, what happened was uh, Bruce Arians, like, asked him to go in. And, like, A.B. said he didn't want to go in because, like, his ankle hurt or something. And Bruce Arians like, well, if you're not going in, like, you just get out of here. And then he got out. He left. Yeah. So. I mean, but apparently he's still on, the, technically still on the roster. So, yeah. So I saw the post game where uh, Arian said that, you know, he was no longer a buck. And then yesterday, I think watching the Steeler game, it came up that Antonio Brown was still on the Bucks and that he was not released, wasn't cut, nothing. And, uh, I think Tommy Boy had a good say in that. Yeah, it's a little, uh, it's a little late in the season for him to get replacements. Yeah. So he's probably just gonna have to deal with it for a few weeks. Because I, my outlook on this is that Tom Brady was like, "All right, if he's if Antonio Brown's out, I only have Mike Evans and Gronk." And Gronk, but Gronk right now is not always on. You know, he's either, like, scorching hot or ice cold. There's no, like, in between. Yeah, he, uh, he dropped a touchdown. That cost me a fantasy matchup. He caught, he dropped, it was right here. Yeah, I could have caught it. Right through his hands. I would have caught that shit, too. Fucking Gronk. Connor McDermott would have caught it. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> Big boy would have brought that in. But I'm thinking the fact that Tom Brady realizes that he doesn't really have any other wide receivers. If Antonio Brown gets cut, released, 
sent to jail, whatever. Um, so I'm thinking that Tommy Boy was like, listen, let's go up there. Let's lawyer talk the shit out of this and we'll make sure that, you know, we hire somebody to follow AB around for the next four weeks and make sure he doesn't fuck up. You know what's wild? Um, Le'Veon Bell is also on the books. And these loonies were teammates on the Steelers too. With Big makes, Ben and Mike Tomlin. Makes sense. So it's Mike Tomlin's fault. No, because Mike Tomlin was able to like contain all these guys and just be like, we're going to win football games. It's true. You're not letting me lose because I'm better than the rest of the NFL. Yeah. You know, he hasn't had a losing season in his whole career. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that's an absurd thing to have. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Adam Gaze can't say the same. Adam Gaze has uh, he has more winning. he has more wins as the Jets head coach than Bill Belichick does. As the Jets head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact there, folks. You know, yeah, there we oh. go. Just saying. Yeah. But yeah, so Antonio Brown went absolutely ballistic during during the game. You see him take his pads off on the sideline, slams him on the bench, takes his shirt off, throws it in the stands. Ooh. Um ran onto the field and through the end zone. Which I'm actually surprised they didn't throw any kind of flag on that. But they had talked to uh, Mike Ferreira. Mike Ferreira. And he was just like, listen, like he was nowhere near the play. Everybody knows he's kind of a whack job. So it's like, don't even draw attention to it. Just let him go. Let him do his thing. He's leaving anyway. <laughs> just uh, like bringing us all back to being like a Jets fan. Isn't that great that that's like one of the first thoughts you have? Yeah. How is this not a flag? Yeah. That was, that was my thing. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's on the field. That's 12 men on, on the field. And he doesn't have a helmet on. Yeah. It's two penalties. It's, and I'm assuming no shoulder pads is a penalty, too. Probably taunting. Three penalties. So kick, kick him out of the league. Yeah, he should be gone. I mean, he should have been gone anyway, but. Get him off the tour, Doug. <laughs> Get him off the tour. That was that's a good reference right there. Yeah, I nice, love that movie. Nicely done. That was very well placed. But the uh, my only notes on this is A B B A B. A B B and A B. So it yeah, there's really nothing else to it. Like nobody was the best part was is nobody was like that surprised. At exactly. All. You know, like everybody was like, you know, the, I thought the funniest thing was they said that the security guards at the stadium didn't know that he was a player. Yeah, they started to go after him. So they started running after him, and then somebody was like, yo, that's Antonio Brown. He's going into the locker room. And they were like, oh, all right. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, it's Antonio Brown going nuts. He took his pads off. That's it, you know. I saw, uh, like, a, I guess, like, I don't even know if it's a meme anymore. Can a meme be a video yeah. with a caption? Yeah. Okay, so I guess it was a meme of uh, Antonio Brown absolutely cooking Bryce Hall. Like, put him in a blender, and he was okay, like eight yards, I remember. eight yards away. And the caption was, AB really just did this and quit three plays later. <laughs> The, you know, the worst part about the whole thing was, did you see the incentives he was coming up on? That's the other thing that they're trying to say. Like, he was supposed to get uh, like close to a million dollars. So the incentives were he needed three more catches for $333,000. He needed 56 yards of receiving for another $333,000. And he was one touchdown away. I think it was one touchdown. Right? Yep. Yeah, one touchdown away from a third $333,000. 
So this motherfucker was like one play away from a million dollars. Well, that was the other thing that people were saying was like, oh, they benched him because they didn't want to pay him a million dollars because they knew he'd get it. But like that came out after, and they're like, no, that's not the case. Yeah, he was gonna get he was gonna get that anyway. Yeah, they have that built in. That's uh... the next play was a sixty-yard touchdown for him. Yeah, you know they would have done it. He didn't want to go out there. The best part was the uh, after the game, I watched the press conference on SNY. Bart Scott and all them going nuts on Zach Wilson, and then. Uh, Oh shit! Who the the running back they interviewed after? Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. Which, by the way, looks like an absolute psychopath, and I love it. He's got like the Maryland, the, Maryland guy. The bull yeah, nose, the bull, ring. the bull ring nose ring. So Hector the brony hair. Yeah. So the girl asked him, and she was like, "Oh, so you know, like when Antonio Brown ran off the field, like you know, what were you thinking?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" He didn't know. <laughs> she was like, oh, well, you know, like he took his pads off. He ran through the end zone and, you know, out of the stadium. He was like, I had no idea that even happened. <laughs> He's like, it doesn't matter to me. So uh, you want to talk about the press conferences afterwards? Yeah. I feel like that was a hot topic in our group chat. It was. And for some reason, like, I feel like the group, like, didn't really understand what was going on. Well, no, you, have some, you have some hotheads in the group. Yeah. That, that are just like. The Jets suck. Yeah, the right. Jets suck. And this happened, so he needs to be fucking fired and, you know, all that, like, right away. But as they, soon uh, as I saw Salah's uh, press conference, I knew, like, immediately that Zach Wilson fucked up that play. Yeah. Night. Uh, Salah just took the blame for it right away which you have to yeah good good head coach alert and for some reason no one else in that room or like in the press conference caught on to that no they were all they were like oh yeah whatever it's not like so how does how does coaching improve like that he's like we communicate better what what the fuck yeah. You know, like we talk better. I don't know. So we gave the kid an option and he took the wrong option. What do you what do you want me to say? So I think a lot of the reporters are like scared to death of Sala too. <laughs> he asked, he asked uh, Connor Hughes a question. You did you follow Connor Hughes, right? Yeah. Twitter. He asked him a question and uh, or Connor asked him a question. And he goes, um, not today, Connor. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Do you remember what the question was? I don't. It was something like so ridiculous. And like I, when he asked it, I was like, just tell him to fuck off. Yeah. What I don't get is Salah said, he was like, listen, the play had two options. Okay, if if Wilson got the read, he was able to sneak it. If he didn't, then he, you know, would hand it off for the end of the round and the whole thing. And three times after that, somebody asked him and they were like, they're like, oh, so uh, just to be clear on that fourth and two play, like Zach had the option here. And he's like, yeah. He's like, he had the option. He goes, if he had the read, he takes it. If not, he hands it off. They're like, oh, all right. And then like two questions later, they were like, so just to be clearer on that uh, that fourth and two there, um, you guys didn't tell him to hand the ball off, or did you tell him to sneak it? And he was like, he has the option, and he read it. Yeah, so I think that was that was the main thing that like everyone freaked out about. Because he said like originally he just wanted him to hand it off to Braxton regardless, but like called the play, and like I guess didn't expect. Didn't expect that. Yeah. So. My thing, though, is. Shit happens. But why would you call a play that has that option if you don't want that to happen? I think, like, 90% of plays have, like, an audible built into it. Well, 
Maybe we need to go back to the gays days where he's not allowed to call audibles. True. Would have been a good one for him. That would have been a good uh, a good rebuttal. He's would have ran Frank Gore up the middle. Yeah. Probably would have got it. But it was uh, – listen, it was definitely interesting. I like the fact that he decided to, you know, grab his nuts and go after it about that. So the the replacements. I can't hate. I can't hate on it. What is it? Uh, winners. Winners want the ball. Oh yeah. Winners. Winners want the ball, and the game's on the line. Yep. That was uh. Neo. I saw a blitz. I saw a blitz. I saw a blitz, coach. I saw a blitz. Seeing ghosts out there or what? No, 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 no ghost. Thank you. No, no ghost. Fuck you. All right, so we got – see how Zachy boy did. Still didn't break 300 yards. That's all right. 234 yards, one touchdown, and a QBR of 89.7. Okay. So. Not, not a terrible stat line. The thing is he's not throwing picks anymore. That's huge. Which is – why we're competing in games. Yes. I think uh, a lot more plays now where he's scrambling around and just throwing the ball out of bounds, which is good. You know, He's I, fucking crazy, bro. He's he, – I think he's growing up in the game right in front of us. Yeah, which is good. Which I like. Um, I can't be mad at that. So I think I'm going to try to get him to sign uh, our jersey. On Sunday? Yeah. I'm sure we can get down there. Do you know where our, our tickets are? Let me uh, talk about it later. Yeah, they're up. Want a preview this weekend? Oh, fuck it. While we're talking about it. So, folks, red hair don't care is taking over Buffalo this weekend. We are going up to the frozen tundra that will be Buffalo, New York, this coming weekend, and. Uh, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a chilly one from what I'm hearing. Yeah, what's the uh what's the weather report? So the what's forecast the, the forecast is Thursday they are saying they're about to get 25 inches of snow on Thursday. It's nothing. Which means that it'll still be there on Sunday or Saturday, rather, when we're driving there. Um, Lovely. For, for the game on Sunday, let's see. We got our weather weather report before. Oh crap! Right now, it's predicted to be 18 degrees with a 75 percent chance of snow. So, you know, that's always fun. Nobody really. 85% snow? It's going to be 18 degrees with a 75% chance of snow. Yeah. Oh, God. I think the best part about this entire thing was how Cuss was talking about wearing snow pants to the game. And for the people listening at home, I'm going to read this, how it's written. Okay, Fernando goes... You guys actually wear snow pants, LOL. Cuss responds saying, buddy, it's supposed to snow 25 inches on Thursday. Wear snow pants. The North remembers winter is coming. And then Woodser goes, children wear snow pants. Men wear full-on bibs, snow, snowmobile bibs, full send it. And then you asked him, do you have a pair? Are you wearing pants? And I was like, I have a pair of sweatpants. I wanted like... I wanted a little bit of a lull, so I was gonna be like, "All right, if Tim's wearing pants, that means it's actually gonna be cold." Yeah, that's more of a weather report than anything that Cus could have gave me. So, well, last cool. game I went to, I wore pants. That was in December up there. So it was pretty. It was pretty chilly then. I had to. Uh, I had to buy bootleg gloves off of somebody in the parking lot too, because I didn't bring gloves. 
Yeah, I was thinking that we're gonna have to we're probably gonna have to stop for gloves somewhere. Yeah. We'll we're gonna raid Woodsier's house. He'll have everything. He's got two kids. He's prepped. Oh man. Yeah. So, so uh, boys are taking over Buffalo. We're going up. The game actually means a little bit, right? Um, kind of. To a degree. Josh Allen will be playing. He'll probably play the first half, right? No, he'll play the whole game. Think so? Yeah. All right. So it's like um, that'll be good then. I think it's for the division, so it would be for home playoffs. Okay. So like, uh, Bills and the Patriots both clinched playoffs. <clears throat> the Bills play us, and the Patriots play the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. So actually, let me get my handy dandy stat sheet out here. Yeah, get the uh, get the stats. Oh wow! Actually, I don't even know. Yeah, I can't do this math on on the go here, but there definitely is a scenario. So, if we beat the Bills and the Patriots beat the Dolphins, Bills and the Patriots are tied for first. Uh-huh. With the same record, same divisional record, same head-to-head. They went one and one, right? And then I think it would be points four, I guess. We'll be strength of schedule then, no? I think they do point differential. Okay. Which means if if that's the case, the Bills are going to want to lay it on us real quick. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't quote that. I mean, I'll take it, whatever it is. I think that actually is it. I'm pretty proud of myself for figuring that yeah, out. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty accurate. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you up on that one. But we can get cousin Kyle on the case. Yeah. Should we call him right now? <laughs> Yo. No, it's him. What question, cousin Kyle? You're on the pod. <laughs> what's yeah. the What's the playoff picture? Oh, the Dolphins got eliminated too. That sucks. Yeah, so I'm. I don't know about you, man. I've been, I've been to a Buffalo Bills home game. I'm pretty fucking pumped. And the fact that it's a four o'clock game now is even worse, dude. <laughs> like I wasn't fully prepared in general, like mentally at all. And then, like, I woke up knowing damn well, like, this is, like, Bill's Jets week that I'll be there. And, like, I was also not feeling awesome yeah. all week. And I, like, woke up, saw that they flexed the game, and I was just, like, all, like, fuck me sideways. Like, <laughs> so the whole game's going to be in the dark. Yeah. It's going to be dark from the time we wake up up there. It's like Alaska up there. Love that. Yeah, there's there's like no daylight in the wintertime. I remember going to get lunch last time I was up there. It was like 1.30 in the afternoon. I walked to from Cus's house to go get something to eat at like one of the sandwich shops on the corner. Went inside, sat down in the back room, ate my food, the whole thing came out. It had to be like 2.30, 3 o'clock, pitch black. And now I'm like, I can't see any of my landmarks of where I'm going. It's fucking snowing. I'm in like shorts and like a thin ass sweatshirt because that was all I brought with me because I was not prepared. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Pre- I'm gonna have to prep a bag. It's. I'm kind of um, nervous, dude. Dude, this game is going to be sick. I was a. Uh... <laughs> Did you see what I? Or you remember what I said when you told me what's yours coming? No. He said, uh, he's like, yeah, I recorded, I, I recruited what's her to come. And I was like, oh, great. I feel so much safer now. Hey, it's uh, the two biggest people in that stadium. Oh, yeah. He was saying today, we were talking in our college group chat. And uh, I was like, man, I'm like, I don't have any like Buffalo style winter clothes at all. And Mike was like, don't worry, I'll get some shit for you. I have it all up here. 
And he goes, and don't act like we're not going to be shirtless by the time that game starts anyway. So he's like, I don't know who you're trying to fool. Yeah, I think we got to get one picture shirtless and that's it. Yeah, at the tailgate. I'll go through a table shirtless or something and call it a day. Yeah, go for it. I got to let somebody, maybe I'll let Woodser slam me through a table. That would be fun. You got to go, uh, I think it's tailbone. We'll watch some film. There's definitely to it. I've been watching some some uh, Bills Mafia f- film. Because never, uh, I feel like everyone kind of gets up and they're good. So they they have a science to it. Yeah, and I'm like, maybe I'll jump off a car or something. I don't know. Who knows? Just I think uh, I think your best bet would be the choke slam. Choke, you slam, choke slam you through a table. Well, if you really want to break a table, that's probably what's going to happen. Some good content there. Some pretty good content there, I would say. But well, it's uh, pretty excited for this game. It's going to be a sick weekend. So, uh, you want to play? Uh, guess, guess the line. Guess the line for the game. Yeah, I think it's Jets plus nine and a half. No. Not even close. Really? Yeah. Three? No. Never, not even closer. Buffalo going? Bills minus 16 and a half. Of course. That was my awesome. my other guess was going to be 13. Yeah, 13 is more respectable. I think as the week goes on, though, it'll go down. It'll probably close. Yeah, two touchdowns a lot. Two touchdowns a lot. Also, game time weather, it says 40 degrees. 40. 40. I don't think it gets to 40 degrees in the summertime in Buffalo. Wow, man. Actually, that's a lie. I was up there this summer. It was hot as balls. I think, actually, fun, funny you say that. One of the main reasons I didn't go to Buffalo, like the college, because probably my second school, we went up in the summer. And it was so damn hot <laughs> that I couldn't do anything. And I was sweating through shirts left and right. And I finally like got into like a building and I was like, I hate this place. It's way <laughs> too hot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and sure enough, we went to uh, whatever the wing place is. Like Tully's or something. Tully's? Yeah. I don't know what don't, it's called. Don't bring, don't bring Tully's up when you go up there. Or Duffy's. Duffy's? Duffy's went there and I was just like, yeah, mom. I don't like it. Not for me. Sorry. It's too hot. It's too hot up here. Too hot in Buffalo. I don't like it. (laughs) Meanwhile, you get 13 feet of snow in the wintertime. How old did I know? Sorry, I went to Boston. It's just as cold. Yeah, same shit. Boston was so cold, dude. Now I think about it. It sucked. I went to Cortland, so I know. Yeah, we had like the the wind, like wind tunnels on every block. I had lake effect. It was just brutal. Yeah, it sucked. We would have like the tail end of the lake effect snow. So like I would go to class in the morning, come back at like 10 o'clock and take a nap until like three. And I could go to class. It would be like 50 degrees out, sunny, you know, everybody out like you know, playing on like cornhole and shit on the grass and I would wake up from my nap and there'll be three feet of snow on the ground. Yep. And I'm like, cool. This is great. Sounds about right. This is fun. I hate this. <laughs> and then I'm the asshole walking around in shorts as always. That's what you gotta do. Fuck shoot it. or shoot. Fuck it. Right. But yeah, pretty pumped, pretty pumped to go to Buffalo. Uh, you're going to like the Buffalo crew, too. My whole uh, Buffalo squad I got up there is pretty dope. Are we the only uh, Jets? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll be the only Jet fans in the stadium, probably. I was just thinking about it. Like, I don't even think it'll be like visible because we'll have so many layers on. Yeah, if anything, I think I have a winter hat, and that's about it. Yeah. I'll just let him know vocally. Yeah. 
After we're getting the fucking shit kicked out of us, most likely. You see that guy? That kid going to be a superstar. He might have threw four picks today, but let me tell you, pal. Let and you me don't even know. Tell you, you have no idea what you guys are in for for the next 30 years. He's going to be like Brady. He is currently very on pace with uh, Josh Allen's rookie year. Oh, yeah? So... Not saying, you know, but, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, you never know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. We'll see, though. It'll be fun. It'll be, uh, the good thing is going up to pick up Woodser and then driving over won't be as bad as driving straight through. So, yeah, get a bathroom stop. Yeah, and then we'll just crash at Mike's house. I had no intention on buying a hotel room for for this whatsoever. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, we'll split the couch or some shit. I don't even know. We'll sleep on the floor. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's one day. It's only one, one day. day. Two days. Two days. Maybe we'll go to a Bandits game, too. That'd be dope, actually. I should talk to Mike about that. That'd be electric. Yeah, I'm a big bandits guy. Is that the uh, NLL? The box and cross. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. That was like probably the most fun I had in a long time. Was at that game. Those dudes are nuts. Like they're actually like super talented too. It was crazy, and the score was like 27 to like 19. Yeah, they're uh, they're dirt they're dirt stains. Yeah. You know, they were hucking steez all over the place. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. But, yeah, so boys are going to Buffalo. Expect some killer content from Buffalo because that's going to be – it's going to be electric. It really is. It's going to be – it's going to be fun. I'm pumped. I'm pumped pumped for you to witness the Bills Mafia in person because I had no idea what I was in for. So figure this, last time I went, right, I had a strongman competition that Saturday, all day Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I went up there like Thursday or Friday, whatever day it was. Saturday, competed all day. We went, I went straight back to, went straight home, showered, and then we went to the Bandits game. And then we went out after the Bandits game. So got home at like 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, I don't even remember. And then I get woken up at 7.45 to going like this. We got to go. I'm like, where the fuck we got to go? He's like, we're going to tailgate. I'm like, bro, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. He's like, yeah. I'm like, game starts at 4.25. He's like, I know. I was like, oh, okay. We're doing this then. Let's, Let's get her going, I guess. Fuck. Yeah, ready. So, let's get that. Now, pumped. I'm very, very excited. It's going to be a great time. What do we got? All right. So, let's let's move on from that. Now, we have to talk about something here that has come up. And I talked about it on the shit show. All right. Mr. Dana White. Has got Jake Paul living right here, right here in his brain, absolutely rent fucking free right now. It is comical, comical how badly Jake is like manipulating this like top level businessman's brain. Who's the real businessman? He's literally throwing him in a fucking blender. So, for those of you that don't know what happened, Jake Paul went out and put out a statement, I guess. He's been beefing with Dana forever now, it seems like, since he started his uh, combat sports career. And, you know, he's been fighting UFC fighters. And now the thing is that these UFC fighters want to come over because they make a shit ton more money when they fight Jake than when they do in the UFC. So... Jake's biggest thing has been that Dana does not pay him enough for their uh, 
minimum fight pay. He doesn't give them health care, which is fucked. You know, UFC is like a $30 billion company or some shit, and you can't give these guys health care for them getting their brains beat out, you know? So, and they don't get pay-per-views. So they they don't get uh, shared pay-per-view shares from the UFC, which is also fucked. So, like, if Sugar Sean goes out and sells, you know, 3,000 pay-per-views, he doesn't get any money from that. Is that healthcare thing true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he... I kind of swear the UFC had, like, a rehab facility now. Well, they have a... From my understanding of it, they have a health, like a healthcare system, but head damage is not included in their healthcare system. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Yeah. So, actually, that's part of here. I'm going to read Jake Paul's. Snap, snap tibias are, though, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, I'm going to read Jake Paul put this out to Dana White on Twitter and, uh, I think it's a pretty good offer. Now, Jake Paul writes, first off, increase uh, minimum fighter pay to 50K, which is now it's at $12,000 right now. Number two, guarantee UFC fighters 50% of UFC annual revenues. UFC did $1 billion in revenue in 2021. Uh, oh, long-term health care. So I guess they don't provide long-term health care. Yes, that's like veteran pension kind of shit. Yeah. So number three says provide long-term health care to all fighters. And then it says in parentheses, you've previously said that brain damage is part of the gig. Imagine if the NFL said that, which I have heard Dana White say that. So that's fucking dumb. Dude's dope. I'm sure the NFL said it back in the day too. Yeah. You know, they're still a young company, young company. Uh, <clears throat> part of number three, there was there's still many UFC alums who have publicly said that they are suffering from brain damage. Then he goes, you have five days to accept and implement the above by March 31st, 2022. Once implemented, I will immediately retire from boxing, enter the USDA, and agree to a one-fight deal to deal with UFC to fight weak chin Jorge. And then it says, to all UFC fighters, time to take a stand and create value for yourself and peers. You deserve higher pay. You deserve long-term health care. And above all, you deserve freedom. Support each other. I'm not your enemy. I'm your advocate who selfishly wants to KO a few of you to make a big bank. Yeah. So basically, Jake Paul is willing to put his career in a gamble to prove a point. That's what I said. I was like, he's willing to end his career tomorrow. To make a point here. Yeah. Which I'm with it. You know? So now he put that out. Dana White put out a video. Reply to that on TikTok, which was, dude, Dana White, you need somebody to script your shit for you, bro. Because it was like painful painful to watch it was like you you don't need your entire face squished in the frame here like this first of all you were he was this close like you couldn't see anything else but his fucking head yeah like but you still have room on the side there he had nothing yeah and then he was like oh you know jake you uh you accuse me of doing cocaine you can cocaine test me anytime you want for the next 10 years blah 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 you know, kept saying, like, I don't do cocaine, or you think I do cocaine, blah, blah. Kept going on about cocaine, and he was like, thinks that, first of all, thinks Jake Paul's on steroids. If you think that dude's on steroids, man, you don't know what steroids are. Or what they do. Or, yeah, or what they do at all, because he is nowhere near what somebody that, is on anything and trains and works out and stuff the way he does looks like that's just common knowledge here. You know, he would be absolutely fucking shredded with no body fat and, you know, his fucking shoulders would be capping over. 
So then he wanted Jake to take a steroid test. He's like, I want you to go in for, you know, steroid testing. So Dana White's video is over. Jake answers, right? And Jake's on vacation. He's on some fucking yacht somewhere, hanging out with Drake and, like, just chilling, fucking drinking, smoking, and, you know, partying with Drake and Julia Rose and all them. And uh, Jake was like, Dana, you are so fucking stupid because I said I would enter the USADA, which includes steroid testing. He's like, why would I enter that if I, why would I agree to enter that tomorrow if I'm on steroids? And he goes, and how fucking dumb are you that you want to steroid test me when this fucking, whatever it is, does it anyway? He's like, how fucking stupid are you? I was like, good for you, man. And he's literally like hammered drunk. He's got a drink in his hand. He's smoking a cigar. The whole time he's talking, he's like, you're ruining my vacation, Dana. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. I accepted the fact that he's just doing it. Yeah. So as of right now, today's Tuesday, January 4th. Dana White has two days to uh, accept Jake's terms and implement everything that Jake talked about. And then he will go over into the MMA and fight Jorge Masvidal in the MMA. So. So Dana White, where you at, bro? I think the real question or answer here is when are they both just going to kind of put what's below the belt aside and just keep playing into this and be like, you know, we're going to make so much money together. See, now, I was thinking that too. Now, in my head, I'm thinking that this whole thing is a fucking play. All right, to get now Jake's audience to come on my looking side, at the yeah. MMA or the UFC, rather. So now, you know, his crew's looking here. They're doing this. Brings his, you know, everybody. It only grows everything that's doing. I've said it from day one. Anything, everything that the that these Paul brothers are doing, everybody thinks that it's doing so bad for the sport. It's growing the sport. Yeah, boxing was dying. Is dying. Nobody gives a shit about boxing anymore. Like it's true. You know, like how many times growing up did we sit down and watch a fucking boxing card? Never. Not too many. Never. I've watched three in the last year. How many? Who who fought? In the cards? Yeah. Jake Paul, obviously. Did Sport. you watch um, Mayweather? <clears throat> no. I watched a few uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fights. Those were actually insane. Yeah, but did you buy it or were you, like, you out at a bar and it was on? I just like went to my buddy's house and he was watching it. That's what I mean. So it's not like it's not like me, you, and dad sat down on a Saturday night and we're like, oh shit, like this boxing card is on. Let's watch it. And you know, we're not doing anything but sitting here doing it. Like the other thing is so like it's incredibly readily available now. You know? Mm -hmm. Like if Jake were to go into UFC, that pay-per-view would be out the roof. Just because yeah. it's going to be on ESPN Plus. And that is literally <coughs> one click and you have it. Yeah. One click, 80 bucks out of your bank account, and you're good to go. Here it is. Yeah, or like, whatever. Uh, I don't even know like, the streams for the, for the other ones. But so like Jake's were on Showtime, which Showtime is big. Yeah, what was this? Oh, Triller. Triller was the first one, right? Triller was the first one. And then Showtime was like, yeah, we're going to take this over. Thank you. We do boxing, not you. Yeah, yeah so. we, uh, we do this. Triller, nobody goes on Triller, so fuck that. Which, they're not wrong. So, but yeah, so Jake Paul, I mean, uh, Dana White now has two days to respond to Jake Paul. And then it'll happen, which, to be honest, I hope it does. Just because I'd be curious to see Jake Paul in an octagon. It's going to be two more bouts. What do you, what do you mean? 
um, Jake will fight someone in boxing, then Conor McGregor, and then go to MMA. Think so? And Benito. Right. Disappear. Well, I mean, if if Dana White accepts this, then he's in in UFC like tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. He won't accept it though. He doesn't have the power to. Dana White? He owns the fucking place. Sold it. That's true. So it's not even his company anymore. He kind of just the face of it. Show. All right. So I forgot about that actually. So I mean, I would love to know who the like the actual majority shareholder is. Who is like there? Fuck this. Just some Middle Eastern guy. You know, it would be funny if it was like fucking, uh, like one of their like managers or ex partners and some shit. You know, somebody that like the Paul brothers blew up and then he went and was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go work for the UFC now and took over. Well, that's what happened with the, uh, the UFC that, or Jake Paul took uh, his accountant. Yeah. The CFO of UFC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of shit going on here. It's a big a, circle. It's a circle. It's a big circle. It's a circle. That's how it is. So yeah, so I'm excited. I want to know what you guys at home think. I think the uh, the possibility of seeing Jake Paul in an MMA ring in the near future is uh, pretty. It's coming up. I, I think we're going to see it. Ah, uh, yeah. We will eventually, but it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be pretty. I think that Dana White is gonna wait until the eleventh hour, right before this con his deal is up. And that's how. I mean, actually doing it now would probably be the best, like probably the best pro, profitability wise, right? Yeah, it's hot right now, so fuck it, do it. Masvidal goes in there, fucking snaps Jake Paul's arm, and then... Or Jake catches him one time and knocks him out, and now it's like, oh, okay, now what do we got? Also, Masvidal has the weakest chin in the world yeah. at the moment. Did you see his last uh, fight with Usman? Yeah, he caught him twice, I think, and that was it. <laughs> Usman punched him into, like, the underworld. Yeah. Like it was the most vicious knockout I've ever seen. Well, it's about to be the second most vicious knockout you've ever seen. Once Jake motherfucking Paul's in that ring, put I'm him in UFC is a different animal. I know. No, I know it is for sure. I would, the world would explode <laughs> if Jake Paul went into the octagon and knocked out Jorge Masvidal. It would end. It, would, yeah. it wouldn't be called UFC anymore. It would be called, you know, Jake Paul's Fight Club. Some shit. You JPFC. Know. JPFC. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned to find out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so everybody's been saying that he's going to get the shit kicked out of him by all these fucking fighters he's been fighting. So you have to happen. Just saying. Just saying. So... So, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. And uh, I think other than that, we kind of hit everything here. Yeah, I crossed off my list here. Yeah. The boys are going to Buffalo this weekend, so make sure you follow us on Instagram so that way you can see everything that's going on there. Uh, We'll probably end up going live or doing something stupid on there. And uh, I might go through a table. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? We'll see. Could be, could be anything. Anything could happen. The possibilities are endless here. Shit's so, going down. Shit's going down this weekend. The boys are going to be in buff. All right. Hopefully the Jets don't blow it like they blew it this weekend. And um, curious to see where Antonio Brown ends up. Because honestly, I thought by now he'd be a Jet. But that's just me. 
Nah. Yeah, so fuck it. Not gonna happen. <laughs> so that's all we got. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was the Red Hair Don't Care podcast, season two, episode 30. Please make sure to follow us on whatever platform you stream your podcast on. Follow us on Instagram, like I said, at Red Hair Don't Care Podcast. We got my dog scratching his butt behind me here on the couch. That's always good. Um, follow me on TikTok at The Big Red Show. We are still not at 10,000 followers, so you guys are fucking failing me. I'm pretty upset about that. Go follow at Fernando Downey Golf because golf season's coming. He's been practicing his swing in the room. All right, I don't know if you can see in the background of him here. There's a couple of holes in the ceiling from uh, looks like a driver. Yep. Oh, look at that. Crushing it. So that is all we got. We love you all, and we will see you next Tuesday. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Love you all. Uh, bye. Peace.